Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me are my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. And Jay here. Once again, no Ian. He is coming back from Harry Potter World, where he said Hagrid's magical motorbike shit was a lot of fun. Cool. I mean, Sarah used to go there about twice a year, so she loves that joint. I've been so. once, and it was a good time. Yeah. I'd like to go. I still, I'm, Star Wars World is first now, I'm but going, Harry Potter I'm World. going there in April. Good for you. I'm excited. I, by and large, am opposed to fun, so it'll probably be a while before I see either of them. I'm glad you're on this podcast. That's what, that's what we're about here. Uh, Joseph, I think you have the news for us this I week. I do. So there's actually a fair amount of news, but uh, we'll, we'll see if we can we can rocket through it. Uh, the first thing, and probably the most morally uh, or emotionally devastating thing on this list, is, uh, as we've talked about recently on this podcast, Disney acquired the uh, film and TV rights to 20th Century Fox's film and TV production. Well, not TV. They, no, they, they also they got TV, didn't you they? You can't do... The four major networks can't overlap. That's like an FCC rule. Oh, okay. So Fox is a television entity. Like FX, I think they have. Yeah. But Fox, they do not own. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But they still have the rights to those shows, right? Correct. Most like important, Simpsons yeah. is on. Right. Yeah. Most importantly, the film. And most importantly now is that Disney is, is going to be removing the 20th Century Fox opening. Well, they're getting, it's going to be 20th Century. They're just going to get rid of Fox. Oh, really? So it's not going to yeah. be Fox Searchlight and it won't be 20th Century Fox. So it'll be Searchlight Pictures and 20th Century Pictures. But will it have the same opening? Yeah, I know. That trumpet I, fanfare. I feel like they'll keep that. They That's got very iconic. I think this is mostly just about Rupert Mur- Murdoch is toxic. So they want to not have the name Fox. I mean, that could be. That's fair. I just, I would, I would be so sad if that goes away because that's like one of my first memories is on the the opening to the original Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Right. Is the. I can't think of anything that makes me think movies. Oh no, I know it absolutely. Totally. Fuck you, Universal. Your theme is shit. Right. Yeah, no, it makes a ton of sense right. and probably when it was inevitable, but still a little surprising in that because of just that name recognition. Yeah, right. it's pretty iconic. Yeah. yeah. It is weird to buy a brand and then decide you're not going to use that. They brand haven't anymore. done it to anything else. Yeah. You know, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Pixar, they all still have their own kind of opening. That's why I think it has to be about Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. You know. It could be. Uh, so, <laughs> semi news for people outside of our country. Uh, Netflix has acquired the streaming rights, which again was a very big deal at all for anybody, uh, to all of the Studio Ghibli catalog for everywhere but U.S. and Canada. <laughs> Those are going to HBO Max. That's correct. Uh, so I know a bunch of people on my Facebook shared that 100%. from Netflix. Yeah. They are wrong. <laughs> They're going to be sorely disappointed. Come February 1st, Princess Mononoke is not going to be on there, so... Mm-hmm. Sorry. And I think HBO Max is until May anyway. Yeah, it's a long time. And Fucking it's $16 or some shit. This is America. How, do, how are we not getting this first? This is horse shit. Uh, also what, Japan. It's you know what? Even... I wonder in something like this. Oh, if, yeah, in Japan. You're right. If, if you like had a friend who lived in like Estonia, yeah. could you use their login and watch their Netflix and get this shit? Or are there some kind of fail-safe and way to keep you from I that? changed my Disney Plus to Norway. So that I or my Xbox to Norway, so I can watch Disney Plus like two days early. <laughs> so I think it's possible. So there's a way around this yeah. for sure. There is, but anyway, now you know. Uh, next up, we found out recently. Since Ian's not here, we'll represent him. Uh, apparently, we had misjudged the uh, public desire for a Bad Boys movie, and uh, so with the immediate success of Bad Boys for Life which was Bad Boys 3. They are now looking to make a Bad Boys 4, 
what the fuck are they going to title this one? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, there's a mid-credits teaser in this one, too. So maybe they kind of always plan it because both of them, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, are planning on coming back. And I mean, neither one of them has that much going on. You know, it's funny is I turned on Bad Boys 1 last week because I was like, I'm going to watch these so I can watch Bad Boy. And I made it about five minutes in. And I was like, this is not for me. Anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, I mean, we did in public say that it wasn't going to be a hit. But privately, we had changed our minds. Because, you That's know, true, cause yeah. the, the fan cast we did was a big hit. And we were like, why is this one such a big hit? And we thought, maybe we're wrong. Maybe this yeah. movie's going to blow up. And it kind of did. Yeah. Definitely big for a Bad Boys movie in January. Right. 18 years after the last one. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's kind of surprising to me. But on that note, the uh, the writer for uh, the original Bad Boys is also being tapped to uh, to write a National Treasure 3. I have been waiting forever for this movie. <laughs> I, I love the first two. They're ridiculous, it's but I enjoy them. Shitty Indiana Jones. I've, I've never watched the second one, but I enjoyed the first one a lot. Yeah, the second one's worse. Yeah. But, you know. Which country star is president in that I don't remember. Is it a country star? Though? Yeah, I can't remember which one it is. Oh, maybe it's not. Maybe I don't feel like it is. It might be Bruce Greenwood. I can't remember. I don't think it's Bruce Greenwood. But I think he's supposed to be a country star in the movie. Oh, oh. yeah. He. I mean, Book of Secrets, it's okay. But I think it's a fun franchise. It's like a Dan Brown novel that doesn't take itself too seriously. That's actually exactly what it is. And I like that. Fair I, enough. I think the reason I didn't see the second one is one of the reasons I think that Nicholas Cage's later career is taking such a turn is he just stopped caring about his wig game. Yeah. You know, he used to have a tight wig game, like a fucking Samuel L. Jackson level wig game. And now he just does that same one basically every movie and it's no fun. Yeah. It's fair enough. Was it Bruce Greenwood? I don't know. I was working on it. I didn't give you up on it. I don't care enough. I don't care enough either. I gave you that whole wig thing. You did. I'm sorry. I'm not very fast. Uh, pivoting to uh, the Matrix Four, which is the the new Matrix movie that's bringing back a lot of the original mm. cast. Uh, apparently, Lambert Wilson, who plays the mayor of Indian in uh, two and three, is he in three or is he just in I'm two? I'm pretty sure he's in. Okay, both. in two and three, uh, it, one it says he's coming back. I don't think the 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 studio has has not confirmed it. that, but yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I like this idea. I like this character. Yeah, Mary Vengeance, super interesting. Uh, Giving that woman the orgasm cherry pie or whatever in the restaurant's like my favorite scene in the second <laughs> one. So good. Good on that guy. That's when Harry met Sally for dorks is yeah. what that is. If he speaks it into existence, I I'm proud of him. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely <laughs> shoot your shot, yeah. man. What else Go is he for doing? It. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm, I'm game for that. Um uh, next up we got Quentin Tarantino is uh looking to direct is he looking to direct a whole show? I think uh, he's gonna do all of it. I think that's what I, he wants to write and direct all of it. Five episodes yeah. for uh, for Bounty Law, which is a fake show within the. Uh, I think he's already written it actually. Basically, right. yeah, uh, but yeah, writing Bounty Law. Yeah, within uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, his most recent film, uh, which I don't know if, if if in that show does Leo star in that or is yeah. he supposed to be like a? No, Leo's the guy. Yeah, Leo's yeah. the guy. My big question about it is: it going to be a show? Um, a show about Bounty Law, or is it going to be episodes of Bounty Law? Because that would be really interesting because it takes away a lot of uh, Quentin Tarantino's crutches. He's not going to be able to use foul language if he's going to like try to make a show yeah. that's in the style of the kind of show that Bounty Law was. He's not going to be able to use hyperviolence. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a different kind of dialogue yeah. and stuff like that. Something you know? we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. I think it actually it's going to be that because. I, in the interview where he kind of like announced it, mm-hmm. he talked about how he 
in preparation for this movie, he was watching a lot of old Western shows. And what was interesting to him was the ability to tell a narrative arc in 22 minutes. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. And so he saw it as a challenge so that he wrote episodes, you know, with 20 minute arcs in it. So it sounds like it's going to be a show. I mean, I I'm super into this idea. If that is what it is, I love those shows like Gunsmoke and the big Valley and stuff like that. So, uh, I would be into seeing what a modern version of that is like. Do you think the those dudes come back, Leo and Brad? I mean, if it's only five episodes, possibly. I can't imagine Leo on TV, but I, I can imagine Brad doing TV. <laughs> I also get the feeling like maybe being on a Quentin Tarantino set is a ball, so yeah. maybe Yeah, just it definitely seems them. like fun. Yeah. They all like each other, so I can't imagine yeah. why they wouldn't do it. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we got uh, devastating news for, I think, everybody in this room besides me who's only seen one episode of Mindhunter. Uh, the, uh, in the process of making the show, which has apparently been a kind of a infamously slow production, right. uh, the, the contracts for several of the lead actors has expired. They were released from their contracts. They were released from their contracts. Yeah. But it was a time-sensitive thing. Well, because David Fincher has other shit going on he's gonna make a movie and then he's gonna do the second season of love death and robots right which came out last year yeah. two years ago something like that i think it's last year and um and they haven't really moved forward with that so he put those two things over priority over mindhunter and they released everyone from their contracts and put the show on hold indefinitely which is sad fucking news i mean we already had resigned herself that's like this is going to be forever before a new yeah. season but now it's going to be forever before a new season so i'm basically despondent it was the only show yeah. i was really looking forward to i mean it is it is great television both of those dudes are great but i mean like it makes sense for example like jonathan groff we're talking about matrix 4 like he's got matrix 4 filming this spring mm-hmm. um you know i'm sure there is some some concern of I don't know when this is going to happen, so I don't know what projects I can and can't take. So I get it from their perspective, but as an audience member, it sucks. You should watch it, Joseph. You know, I want to. I started it. It it looks real nice, but it's just, it's too long. It's an hour. I only do 20 minutes. (laughs) And uh, also on on more disappointing news about good television, uh, but which is also kind of good news, is that... uh, HBO has, has so far has kind of held the line here that uh, there is, despite the popularity of Watchmen season one, there will not be a Watchmen season two. You know, I said that a long time ago, and you called me stupid about it. Well, I, honestly, it's hard for me to believe because it yeah. was like pretty critically and I think commercially successful. I think a lot of people watched it. I know. Um, I feel like HBO's kind of already backtracked from this since they've made this like more final <laughs> statement, right? Um, because of people's reaction to right. it, but I don't know. Damon Lindelof doesn't seem interested in coming back. I don't know who would want to try to do it after that, since right. he was so successful. Somebody who wants money. <laughs> That's mean, fair. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. H- what's what's H- the guy who got kicked off Star Wars? <laughs> I feel like HBO... Colin is, Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow. Has just thought back to what a huge hit and how beloved the first season of True Detective was and had what a hard time they had following yeah. that up. And they were like, hey, let's just put this on the shelf. If we think of something, we'll do it later. It, it, the night of, that was only one season, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty critically a game. Like, I would be okay if HBO kind of switched up their model and went to, like, miniseries right. kind yeah. of only. Like, I dig that. Particularly if that's all you got. Don't force it. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, it, it's a tough sell in uh, the current environment where I feel like 
existing property is the main currency. Like you want people to already know and have yeah. affection for what you're putting out. I feel like there's there's pressure like that on the macro level, but on the micro level, people are going to watch good shit. And so if that's, you know, if it's one season, that's good. People are going to watch the one good season. I don't know if that's totally true. I think uh, there's a lot of good shit out there that none of us have seen just because there's too much other shit to watch. That's true. It does have the HBO brand, which probably helps. But so if they, you know, if they don't do this anymore, what do you think they do to get to replace this? Like, you know, they have to be thinking, okay, there's got to be another comic book property well, out there. We know they're going to do some because we know Green Lantern's coming out soon and Adam yeah, Strange. I'm talking about specifically like this, like mm. an adult sort of darker take on superheroes. Yeah, I mean, they could, uh, there's that movie Super right? um, that yeah. came out a while ago. I mean, it's it's kind of a similar vibe. It's Watchmen-y. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere between Watchmen and Kick-Ass, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I could, I, there, there's th- something like that, like Kick-Ass or Super or something like right. that, that I could see, you know, running the same line. I don't really want that because I think that that super gritty era has already been done. Right. I liked, I liked the bringing it kind of back to the ridiculousness that right. Watchmen did. And I don't really know what suits that well. I definitely can't think of anything that they could do exactly like this where they do like a continuation. Yeah, you know? I know something. I could. Th- I thought of some things that I feel like they could do adaptation-wise if they like doing them more. Yeah. I, I think Dark Knight Returns would work right. well as a, as a TV series. But it would have to be more faithful than what, right. what Watchmen was. Well, I mean, I, the the one I was thinking of, there's a book called Planetary, and mm-hmm. it has a similar vibe to Watchmen in that it's kind of a dissection of comic book tropes and stuff like that. And uh, it's by Warren Ellis, who's already kind of a hot property. Yeah. So that would be, and it and it also was owned by DC Wildstorm. So I I could see them maybe do, going with that. But. What if it, well, just just for like production budgetary reasons, because that's I feel like where where we're kind of limiting ourselves for TV. What if we did like a, a dark, gritty, noir detective story with the question since we're already yeah. pulling off like... Yeah, yeah. totally. The, well, the one that's been in development hell forever, Why the Last Man? That would be a fantastic yeah. show. Every single time a comic book show gets greenlit, I'm like, I can't believe this got greenlit before 100 Bullets. I don't know if you guys have ever... <laughs> yeah, I've heard it, of it, yeah. You tell us about it at least once a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's just made to be a TV show. Yeah. Fair. Well, that went on longer than the rest of the time. That's okay. We're doing great. Uh, and then the last thing on, on our list here is that uh, I I don't know if this is based on his success with the Marvel Universe or based on his success already with Star Wars properties, but uh, Taika Waititi is being rumored to be uh, looked at for uh, helming a Star Wars film. Yeah, rumor is after Thor Ragnarok, which I guess means Akira is done. It is done. He is. He's I think that, that also was kind of low key announced. Mm. Um, which I mean, he didn't make my favorite episode of Mandalorian. Sure, but his episodes are like top three, four. Like they're both excellent. So I'm on board for this. Well, also it it does suck that he's leaving uh, Akira because that's the first time I'd ever been excited yeah. about the idea of a live action Akira. But yeah, no, I think this is great news. I think. I think this really makes it sound like maybe Kevin Feige is going to be put in charge of Star Wars at some point. Mm-hmm. If, you know, they're bringing in, like, guys who are kind of his guys. But, yeah, there's no way he won't make a fun Star Wars movie. I can't wait for it. I wonder what it would be about. I, f- I just feel like The Mandalorian is already, like, such a great, like, scope for his kind of humor. Yeah. Hmm. A Bosque movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could do something, like, 
there there was a series in the nineties in uh in uh from Dark Horse Comics called Tag and Bink. Yeah. And they were yeah, basically yeah, yeah. like these two morons that sort of just were walking through mm-hmm. the events of the actual events of the Star Wars movies. Right. And I could see him doing something like that you know, and it'd be fucking They great. were in solo, but their scene, really? their scene got cut. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But I I'm looking forward to it. He he does good things. I just watched Jojo Rabbit. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. Yeah, now now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of just want it to be like uh, stormtrooper hijinks, where yeah. you just follow yeah. like groups of stormtroopers on different assignments. Right, right, right. Yeah, being kind of stupid. And that's the news. And that's the news. Hey, we're fine. I beat it. I beat you to it. Chill out. Uh, uh, so join us a little bit later this week. We're going to be uh, taking on cult films or cult classics. Uh, firstly, defining kind of what is in that realm and what isn't, uh, which is not much in the latter category, if I'm honest with you. So join us a little bit later this week uh, for that. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later. <laughs>